What's going on, everyone? This is Oliver Fernandez, and you're listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. I want to start off this podcast by sharing with you one of my favorite quotes. And the quote goes like this. If you do what everyone else is doing, you will get the same results everyone else is getting. And the reason I love that quote was that it was the same thought process that I gotten from my dad. When my dad was growing up, he lived in the projects. And even though he grew up in the projects, he would go on to start his own construction business. So he was definitely doing things that the people around him were not doing. And through that, he was also getting results that the people around him were not getting. So early on, I saw the financial benefits of being an entrepreneur. And one of those benefits was that my dad was able to buy a home in Maine. My dad grew up with his three siblings and his mother in the projects in Boston. And he never talked much about his childhood, but I knew that there was a lot of pain and a lot of struggle there. So for him to be able to buy this home in Maine was a huge, huge accomplishment. He was able to bring his family from Boston there to visit. And while they were there, they would run around in the grass and swim in the pool and have really large cookouts. And those cookouts created special moments that even to this day, the family still talks about. I also got to see my dad have really nice cars. And I remember my dad had this Hummer. And this was before Hummers became really popular. And we would drive this Hummer down to the beach in Maine. And as we would go in and park, my dad would open the door and me and my sisters would all come out of the car. And as we were coming out of the car, people started swarming the car and they wanted to see outside and they wanted to see inside. And they were asking my dad a bunch of questions. And I was really young at the time. And here I was, I was watching my dad getting rewarded and praised for the results that he was able to get through business. And I thought that was really cool. My parents also were able to send my sisters and I to special schools that worked on our reading and writing and our math. And these schools are great because they helped lay the foundation for me and my sisters to continue to grow our lives on. I also saw the pain of entrepreneurship. When my dad went bankrupt, we lost our house in Boston and we had to move to Maine. So it was my mom, my three sisters and I, and we lived in Maine while my dad still lived in Boston. And through my dad not being faithful, through the stress of the business and the long distance, the relationship between my parents deteriorated very, very quickly. And as the relationship between my parents deteriorated, the relationship between me and my dad deteriorated. And you can imagine the pain that my sisters and I and my mom all went through as we realized that my dad wasn't going to be in our lives full time. The special schooling that we had ended because we could no longer afford to to go to that school. My mom at that point, that's when she really stepped up. And after school, we would always go to the library and work on our math and our reading and our writing. And then even after 
uh, school and when we were in summer break, we would always have a curriculum that we had to work on in the morning before we could go out and play out with our friends. And now when a company goes bankrupt, it's not the only the business owner and the business owner's family and then the employees that deal with a lot of pain. It's also the other businesses associated that supplied materials and labor to that business that get hurt as well. Because now they don't get the resources that they extended out returned back to them. So it creates a lot of pain for everybody involved. So my belief system early on about entrepreneurship was that you could reap massive benefits because you were willing to do what everyone else wasn't willing to do. But you could also have massive pain if the risk that you took didn't work out. And now my entrepreneurial journey didn't just start right away. I went after high school. I went away to college. And I wasn't one of those geniuses that dropped out of college their first year and created this multi-billion dollar business. My focus was on playing football and getting really good grades. And sometimes I look back and I think it's harder to take the steps necessary to start your own business after going to school. Because when you've poured so much of your life into what you studied and then you're around all your peers and your peers are out there looking for jobs in the field that they studied in, like right before graduation, and then you almost start to feel that that's the next step that you should take as well. And that's exactly what I did. I put my focus in looking for a job instead of putting my focus in creating my own business and being entrepreneurial. And at my first job, I had to work really hard to train myself on estimating how to put together a job from a construction standpoint. And as I said in the previous podcast, when I first got to that job, The person that had recruited me forgot to even let the people know at the location that I was even showing up. So there wasn't as much support as I thought there was going to be. So I really had to put a lot of time, energy, and effort into growing myself to be able to complete the tasks that were given to me. I also thought that by not being an entrepreneur, that my job would be stable. And I realized that I was wrong by that. In 2008, when the economy was losing like 200,000 jobs a month, I also got laid off as well. And after getting laid off, I realized that I was believing a lie, that my job wasn't real security. It was the illusion of security. And if I wanted to have real security, I would need to be the creator of that security. And obviously, I I didn't learn my lesson right after getting laid off. Instead, I got another job at another firm. And again, I was miserable there. I worked there for another year before I finally realized that I wasn't being true to myself and that I wasn't doing what I really wanted to do in life. And that is when I made that final decision that I needed to be the creator of my future and started my own business. And starting my own business was really, really tough at first. In my previous podcast, I also told you that I, how I almost lost my company. I was always willing to work hard and, and working hard was never the problem for me. The problem that I, I struggled with in the beginning was like managing my focus. I struggled with like in business and being entrepreneurial, not only did you have to get new clients, you also had to service those clients once you got them. But being an entrepreneur isn't just getting new clients and servicing clients. You also, while you're servicing the clients, you need to continue to get new clients because if you don't, there's going to be a really large lull in between closing your your clients that you're currently servicing And then the new client that you would want to get. So once I got that under control and became the person I needed to be to run the company, 
There was no limits. That's the amazing part about entrepreneurship is that once you get an understanding of it, you don't have someone standing over you telling you have to wait a year for your next promotion. You just get to continue to grow. And as you grow, you just continue to get to receive the results from growing. And as I grew, I was able to build a team. And once the team understood what we needed to do, I could then move forward into the next thing and continue to grow the business really fast at that point. And that wasn't something that I was like accustomed to being around either. As I grew my employees, I got a real sense of accomplishment by helping them see that there was a bigger vision for themselves. Growing up, I didn't see that as in businesses. I always saw like a very transactional business. I always saw like the t- a very tense relationship between the business owner and the employees. I also saw that it was like very transactional from the standpoint of that people had a thought process that if you didn't do X, Y, Z, then you wouldn't get paid X, Y, Z. So it was very transactional. It wasn't an influential growth process where people were get a job and they could then grow into the next job and then grow into the next job and then grow into the next job. Also, as I became a better leader, the financial rewards started to come in. This is when I was able to tell my fiance that I was able to provide for both of us and that I really wanted her to move from New York City and move down to D.C. where I was living and we could live together full time. It was an awesome feeling because this is why I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted not only to be able to take care of myself, I wanted to take care of the people around me and my family. I wanted to be able to provide the ability for them to pursue the things that they were really interested in as well. And entrepreneurship has allowed me to even not only help my family and myself and my employees and the people that I work with, it's also allowed me the ability to have a greater impact on on people that I don't know and be able to give give to charities. Entrepreneurship has allowed me to achieve my dreams and goals and coach and pour back into the people that that want to be great in this world as well. And I think that's like really a special thing. Um, And when you really think about it, what is a better love you can give someone than to help them achieve their dreams and goals? And I have been able to do that through entrepreneurship. And that's why I have such a deep, profound love for entrepreneurship. All right, everyone, uh, it's been great catching up with you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.